Welcome to the midweek edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. appreciate you downloading the program and helping celebrate the great accomplishments of a local high school athletes in the South Central Wisconsin area. Today, going to talk a little cross country as we're going to be joined by Andrew Perkins, one of the coaches of the Dodgeland cross country team. The girls on the Trailways Conference meet on Tuesday night. The boys with just a four-team squad had a pretty good showing as well. Then we're going to talk some high school volleyball. Christy Mosier from Waterloo will join us, as will Laura Troutman from Fall River. If it's your first time downloading the program, best way to never miss an episode, which we have every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season, is to like the program on Facebook. You can also follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. But most importantly, subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. Also, make sure you never miss any of the uh, great content we have at DailyDodge.com. I work for Good Karma Brands and Beaver Dam, and if you want all the latest high school scores and information, check out the sports tab again at DailyDodge.com. Andrew Perkins, one of the cross-country coaches at Dodgeland High School, is going to join me next on the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. I can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous, too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well... It's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in Wisconsin. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association, reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Let's head to Dodgeland High School right now and talk a little cross-country with Coach Andrew Perkins as the Trojans won the Girls Trailways Conference meet, and they also had a couple of individual champions. Coach Perkins, thanks for the time. Yeah, thanks for having me, Wade. Appreciate it. Hey, just uh, overall, just before we kind of talk a little bit more about the nuts and bolts about Trojan Cross Country, just uh, your overall thoughts on how your season's been going so far. Uh, we've had a, a, a very good season, I would say. Um, capping it off last night, kind of getting into the championship season, um, pretty much been building building those kids all all season for, for the conference and then subsectionals and sectionals, and uh, they really, really performed well last night. Now, uh, how has your season been when it comes to schedule-wise? Have you had to move a lot of things around and filling your schedule, giving uh, kids opportunities to run? Just how, is, how has it been from that aspect? Yeah, so we, I mean, we always have a set schedule come the start of the season. Well, this year was kind of uh, just plugging in meets when we could. And obviously, everybody ran their meets differently. So some meets, you know, maybe we were just running by ourselves. Some meets we were running with maybe another team. Um, then we did have a few we were able to run with, with basically the whole field, which was really nice as well. Now, Coach uh, Barry Smats, who's the longtime coach, uh, kind of took a leave of absence this year. So, so it's kind of been a, a group effort to uh, coach the Trojans this year. Yeah, I would say you know Barry's still part of the process. You know, we love um, talking with him and and still being on the same page, the three of us with with Barry and Kevin Klieger and myself. And uh, it's definitely been been tough not having him around, but uh, you know we've been making the best of it, and the kids have been fantastic. Let's start with the girls' side first. Can you kind of talk about the runners on your girls' squad? Yeah, so um, we got a really strong girls team um, and, and a, a really big, strong freshman class this year. 
um, that really helped us out. And then, uh, so our, our, our star freshman, uh, Ava Rosh, uh, won the individual title for us. She came, came out swinging hard and, um, had a big lead from the get-go and just kind of held it. Um, and then our two junior girls, Brielle Bloom and Miranda Ferrari, I would say are more of like our, our captains in our, our senior leadership, even though they're, they're juniors. Um, they also had a great race finishing sixth and seventh for us. And, uh, and Sarah Benzing, a sophomore for us also had a great race finishing in the top 14. So we had four girls, uh, make first team or second team all conference, which is really, really good for us. How about on the boys side and how they've done all year and some of the runners uh, people see when they come out and watch a Dodgeland run? Yeah. So the, the thing with the boys is we, we haven't had a full team all year. We've only had four boys. So, uh, we, we've kind of struggled to get that, that fifth spot, um, but they've they've still done a, a great job. Um, we did have three boys make uh, first team and second team all conference last night. Evan winning the uh, individual title last night, having a great finish. Um, all kicking one of the Lord's kids, who's a fantastic athlete. Um, just really sweet to see him kind of capitalize his his senior year with a, a conference championship. That's definitely one that uh, he's he's been looking for and he's been working hard for. And it was just great to see him do that. And then uh, had Zach Reinwald finish ninth with another great time. I think he PR'd by just under a second. So really good race for him. And then Logan Pickert uh, finished 10th to uh, capitalize on a medal as well for that second team all conference. And then my, my fourth boy just missed honorable mention. He got 22nd. So we had a, a really good showing all around last night for all my kids. Now, coach, what do you think the key has been? You know, Dodgeland's had teams at state for cross country. What is the key to have the success of Dodgeland cross country over the years? Well, I think it's just having continuity between both, you know, the younger programs and and then implementing them into the high school. So we try to get our middle school kids pretty much on the same page with those high school kids, um, you know, having some of the similar workouts, being able to to train with with those upperclassmen and things like that. And I think they, they kind of buy into that program. They see that success and they just they want to be a part of it. And it's it's just a great culture that Kevin and Barry have created. And I just kind of came in you know, six, seven years ago. And, and we just kind of molded it together and, and just took it up maybe another level, which was really fun. You have the subsectionals coming up at Albany on a Tuesday. Can you kind of talk about what you know about that? And then also the, the sectional and how strong your side is uh, as, as your team's individuals, I burst at the state tournament. Yeah. So, I mean, our eyes are on the prize for, for the, uh, the state tournament. Um, you know, last night was a great, uh, you know, um, forerunner for us to see where we're at and uh, we're looking pretty confident trying to go into subsectionals there will be the way they're kind of doing is there's going to be two separate races for that subsectional so there's a heat one with uh i believe it's four to six schools and then another heat and we're in the second heat for both the boys and girls and it's going to be the better heat i think for both of us so we're we're in good position for that um they're only going to take two teams um i would say we're we're in the running for that and then come sectionals you know it's going to be a smaller group i think there's total of 40 runners that'll be racing um and that's going to be you know top two teams top five individuals and that's the same for the subsectional as well so we're, we're looking for for those girls to to have a shot and i think uh some of our boys evan's got a really good shot and you know a couple of my other runners too they they have a really good opportunity so 
we're, we're hoping for the best. Coach, how does it change races? Because I've talked to a couple other people cross-country-wise. When you're running in heats, especially when you talk about individuals trying to, you know, either win races or time themselves, because sometimes, you know, you, somebody comes from that second heat and has a better time, where if you were racing against that 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 individual, maybe it would be a little different when you try to pace yourself. How different has it been mentally for, for kids trying to race, knowing that they're not racing against the full field? Well, it's definitely tough. I mean, you see it in track all the time. Um, but for cross country, this is kind of new. And if, if you're in that first heat, you really have to set the tone and set that pace. So we're fortunate for that subsection of that, like for Evan, you know, he's going to have that second heat chance. So we'll get to see what those first runners run and he'll kind of have an idea, but yeah, it is, it is very tough and, and you have to set the tone early and you, you just have to go for time. And, and sometimes that's kind of what we've had to do all year, um, being, you know, with a staggered race or a relay you know, time, times don't lie. And the fastest time is going to go. Well, coach Andrew Perkins, uh, Dodgeland across country. I appreciate the time and uh, hopefully we can touch base as, as, as you weave your way through the, the postseason and, and head towards that state meet at one of my favorite venues, the Ridges golf course in Wisconsin Rapids. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank you, Wade. Let's head to Waterloo right now where the girls uh, volleyball team having a great season uh, this fall as we're going to bring in head coach Christy Moser. Coach, uh, as you head down the home stretch of this 2020 season, just your, your thoughts on, on where your squad is at. Yeah, we've been doing a nice job um, working on the things that, executing the things that we've been working on practice, um, some new wrinkles to the offense, reading um, the other team a lot better, picking up a lot more tips and being able to switch between defenses. So I think um, we're just going to continue to work on that and so we can adjust uh, game by game and hope for the best. Overall, though, I mean, obviously it's been a success. Overall, the season has been truncated a little bit. It got, it got a little later start because of all the COVID things going on. But uh, would you see it as a success so far as we, we look towards the tournament? Yeah, I mean, scheduling was a little difficult. We don't have conference but I thought we did a real nice job of getting a high-quality, competitive um, schedule together, and hopefully that prepares us well for the tournament. Now, you talk about the tournament, and, and, and how important was it to get to get, get this fall season in for your squad? Because you have a team that, you know, obviously a team that's going to be contender for a state championship or a culminating event uh, a title, as, as I guess they're calling it now with, with the split seasons. How important was it to find a way to get this fall season in for your team? Yeah, this this group has been, you know, I talked about the our seniors were in sixth grade the first time a Waterloo team made it to state, and they just, you know, dreamed one day of earning that opportunity when they were older. And so this group has, you know, had that, had the role models ahead of them and worked very hard. But we certainly um, have a lot of competition in our regional and sectional, and we'll be definitely taking it one game at a time. Coach, can you talk about the girls in your rotation? Because I know you're coming into the season, you had had a, a good group coming back. Just talk about the girls that have, people have, have seen Waterloo play on video or were lucky enough to get into a gym. Uh, uh, talk about who's who's out there competing. Yeah, I mean, we have a real nice um, senior group, uh, two girls, that were all state last year um, on the pins and also do some setting. Uh, Jocelyn Wolf and Brooke Mosier um, have been carrying most of the, you know, a lot of the offensive load for us, but we've had a uh, big surge, especially lately from our sophomore hitters, Riley Dusler and Sophia Schneider. They've really been picking it up to make us a lot more unpredictable on offense. And our middles have been getting more involved. The senior middle, Skylar Powers, 
have been doing a nice job. Um, and in particular, our first contact is such a key for us. If we can be in system or anywhere close to in system, we're, we're hard to stop. And our libero, Michaela Riggi, who was also all state last year, has really come into our own um, the last few weeks and has been so solid in serve receive. And um, Angelina Westberg transferred in from a nice program in Iowa, and she's added, you know, some a lot of depth and uh, leadership in the back row as well. Coach, uh, you mentioned the tournament. You have a few matches to take care of in the regular season left, but uh, you mentioned your regional in, in everything. It's pretty stacked, isn't it? Yeah, uh, our regional side, um, Johnson Creek looks to be having a great season. Um, it looks like on the other side with the re configuration of some divisions randolph got bumped up they're obviously having a great season with a lot of talented kids and um so we've been we know that that you know like i said one game at a time and we're doing a lot of preparation um not taking anything for granted and that's why i'm excited this week we have three practice days in a row which we haven't had in quite a while to to really work on some stuff and start fine-tuning for you, how much different has practice been uh, this year with all, all the different protocols and stuff that are that are out there and mandated? Um, you know, in the beginning, before we got into our new field house, we were in the old high school gym with no air conditioning, and that was a real challenge for the girls wearing masks all the time. Um, but but they've done a nice job. They've gotten used to it. Um, that's probably the biggest change is wearing the mask. But hey, you know, they'll they'll tell you all day long that they'll gladly do whatever it takes to be on that court. That's just the type of group that they are. But um, other than that, we've gotten pretty, it's pretty, we're pretty used to the, you know, not switching sides and sanitizing and all that type of stuff. I think the biggest change is the lack of a crowd. Um, but the girls have done a real nice job of creating their own energy when they need to. Have you had to, you mentioned scheduling it when we started talking, have you had to move around a lot of games? Once you got the schedule set, you knew who was playing, who was in and who was out. Have you had to do a lot of juggling of schedules with things being canceled and moved and postponed once the season got going? Um, the first few weeks we really didn't, but just in the last two weeks, um, we had a tournament get canceled and, well, the host had a cancel and then someone else hosted the remaining teams and, um, this week we had a JV game canceled and a Thursday game canceled, and we've been able to pick up some other other games. But it's definitely, you know, the athletic director is getting their earning their money this fall season. That's for sure. <laughs> well, what are, well, Christy, what are some of the things that have to happen with your squad if you do want to make a deep run into into the postseason tournament? Um, for us, we need to, you know, if we can. Be in system, keep moving the ball around, read the other team and get a, you know, touch on the block. We've been working a lot on blocking and coverage. Um, we don't, you know, we have enough depth where we have that mantra that, you know, if someone's having an off night, you're picking each other up and someone else is always ready to pick up the slack. And, and um, so we have a lot of weapons and if we can get them engaged and control that first contact, um, 
I like our chances, but like I said, you know, we got a tough, a tough road ahead, and I think they're up for the challenge. Well, Coach Moser, I appreciate the time, and hopefully we can chat as the, the postseason gets rolling and uh, Waterloo can make a, a run to a state championship. Sounds good. Thank you for your, your coverage of prep sports. Love it. Let's head to Fall River High School right now and talk some more girls volleyball as we bring in a Pirates head coach, Laura Troutman. Coach, thanks for giving us some time. No problem. Hey, it's been an interesting season for Fall River Girls Volleyball, hasn't it? It has been interesting. It's been fun. It's been interesting. Maybe a little frustration here and there, but overall, I'm glad we're still playing. And that's been the bottom line this year, hasn't it, been uh, for teams? You know, you've, you've gone through, uh, you know, a, a rotating roster, I guess you will, in these COVID times, but uh, just giving the girls the opportunity to, to play a volleyball and just what's been your take on, on what you've seen from your squad? Um, actually... We are a young squad. I knew we were going to be young. We only have one senior and some new players playing. Um, so as far as this year, to have a year like this maybe isn't a bad thing because it is a building year. But um, it's brought on some challenges. You know, we did real well at the beginning of the season when we started, what was it, mid-September. Um, and then the COVID hit. We had to be quarantined and um, we still have three girls out. Um, we did have one girl get hurt with an injury. And so I've been having these last couple games moving people around in different positions. But you know what? Uh, they're taking advantage of it. They're having a good attitude about it. And we're just kind of taking it day by day because every day something happens. It's kind of like that. But we're fortunate that we're still playing. So I'm happy about that. Is it one of those things where did it take the girls a while to embrace realizing that there's going to be so much change during the season? Are you happy with it? They've, have they been able to adapt with, with all the changes that have happened over the year? Yeah, they have. The thing is, I think this summer when we didn't get to play very much, I think they were just wondering, are we even going to have a season? So I think when our school opened it up for us to play and they were going back to school, I mean, I even see it at school, how happy the kids are to be back at school and, you know, be face to face because they were, we were out for a long time with school. So, you know, they're happy and I think they get it because, you know, they've been affected a little bit with being, you know, um, exposed to somebody with COVID and, you know, we have to wear the mask. So that's something totally different and, you know, try to social distance. So they have actually adapted pretty darn well, probably better than maybe some of us adults, but I've been, I've been pleased. Coach, I know you've had a lot of changes to your roster this season with uh, people sitting out and such, but can you kind of talk about your rotation and, and who people will see if they come out and watch Fall River Volleyball? Well, when my starting lineup actually would be my two outside hitters would be Belle um, Gregorio. She's my lead kill hitter. And then Becca Tramberg. She has been playing outside and my libero. And then I've got a freshman middle, Olivia Feets. And then I've got Ava Rosinski. I have her playing middle and she's a sophomore. Last night I had her playing um, left side. We had to have her play at the left side. And then I've got Jordan Kirchberg. She's a junior and she plays right side for me. And then I've got Haley Lang, who's also a junior who I lost through an ankle injury. So she was one of my better passers. So we kind of miss her not being on the court. I have a junior setter, Ariel Schlachter. Um, she had a really good game last night against CWC. We were out for a week and a half. So it was good to see that she could, um, she was hustling, setting real well. And then my, um, Natalie Anderson, I've kind of got her, had her at left side, and I had to play her at Libero last night because we had to do some lineup switches. And then I've got another um, freshman 
That's my DS, and she's a server. She comes off the bench and serves, and that's Olivia Klabaka. And last night, I did have to do a little bit of switching around, so I did um, bring up a couple JV players. I had Anna Doolittle come in, and she had to play on the right side. I had another middle freshman, um, Bree Hutter. She played middle for me last night, and so we kind of been managing the different lineups, and I think the girls have been doing really good with that, so... Kind of proud of them. No, Coach, I know things change from the time that we talk and, and we stop recording here. It could change, but you still have a couple of regular season matches left on the schedule before uh, the tournament starts? We got Watertown Prep Thursday. Saturday, we have a makeup game with Cambria Friesland Conference. We will not be playing Princeton Green Lake. I don't know if you heard, but they're going to the spring. And then as far as our regional... Um, I guess I see it kind of be in Houstonford, CWC, Rio. Um, then it's Cambria, Friesland, and us. And then us, University Lake is also in our region. So we have our seating meeting for that. And I don't, I think that, I think it'll be between Cambria and us for the fourth or fifth. And then I think uh, Houston, it looks like Houston's one, CWC's two, and then Rio's three. So. And I played both CWC and Ryo, and they're you know for a season that's been shortened, they're pretty decent. Both those teams. So, well, coach, what are some of the things that'll have to happen if your team wants to make a little run here once we get to the postseason? What do you need to see from this? Ball control, passing, ball control, and then get everybody back healthy. Get everybody back. If I can get um, Becca back, it'd be nice if I could get Jordan back, and I think we'd be. We'd be, we'd be okay. I think then we're, we're close to being a hundred percent, but if not, Hey, we'll do it with who we have. Hopefully today we have a good practice and learn some things from what we did wrong yesterday and get better and kind of never know. And the COVID could hit another team too. <laughs> who knows? It's crazy. Well, coach Laura Troutman of Fall River Girls Volleyball. I appreciate the time and good luck as you head down the home stretch of the season. Well, thank you. It's good talking to you. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Wisconsin knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Wisconsin needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. And that is going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Again, we thank Andrew Perkins, one of the cross-country coaches at Dodgeland High School, for joining us. And a couple of girls volleyball coaches, Christy Mosier of Waterloo and also Fall River's Laura Troutman, a couple of pirate coaches 
joining us on the broadcast. Good luck to all those teams as they head into their postseason events. On the Saturday edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report, we are going to be talking some high school football. It's our weekly high school football rewind show. We'll talk to all the area coaches to find out how their teams did on Friday night. The DailyDodge.com video stream, by the way, is going to be heading out to Marquezan on Friday night. Good buddy Mike Tronson will have the play-by-play on that one at the DailyDodge.com video page presented by Ergo Bank and Columbus Family Dental. About 7 o'clock or so, maybe a little before Mike will be on the air along with Anthony Kinsey on that. I'm actually planning on heading out to Marquezan as well. So uh, if you are out there, make sure you stop by uh, socially distance, of course, and say hi and uh, like to know if you listen to the program. Best way never to miss an episode, we have them every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school season, is to subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. Just search South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. You can also follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report or like South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook. Till Saturday morning's High School Football Rewind Show, my name is Wade Bates. Thank you for listening to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report.